Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Creighton's Baylor Shireman is considered to be one of the season's best players in college basketball. We knew that. He's one of 20 players named to the late season watch list for the Wooden Award. Late season, that means it's almost tournament time, if you can believe it. That's usually what it means. He is only the second Jay to be named to the list. It started the year after Doug. The other being Marcus Foster six years ago. Trey Alexander, one of 10 candidates on the midseason watch list for the Jerry West Award. He's the fourth Creighton player to be named. At some point in the season for that, Marcus Foster, one of 10 finalists in 16-17, made it all the way to the final round of the five candidates in 2018. Mitch Ballack did not advance past the preseason list a few years ago. That eventually was trimmed down. And Tyshawn Alexander was a finalist after starting the season as a preseason watch list candidate in 1920. The Creighton women host Marquette tonight at 6. The Nebraska ball women opened a two-game homestand with Purdue tonight at PBA. Tip-off, 7 o'clock. Omaha Swimming's Darby Drake is named Summit League Female Diver of the Week. I say this because I just think that's a great name. Rolls off the tongue. Drake notched her seventh weekly honor after she swept the female diving portion of the meet against South Dakota this past weekend. I trust they swam inside, not outside. Uh, This is some good news. If you remember the uh, stuff that happened with the uh, broadcaster of the Orioles, Kevin Brown, during the season, John Angelos has agreed to sell the Orioles to a group led by a Carlisle Group co-founder David Rubenstein. He's a Baltimore native. The Orioles will come at a price tag of just over $1.7 billion. Uh, The owners must approve the sale. It probably will. They meet next week in Orlando. 21 NBA players, including rookies Wemby and Chet, and seven NBA G League players were named to the Rising Stars game February 16th during All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis, where you can find a court at the airport. Victor Wembanyama, the first pick in uh, last June's draft, has averaged 21 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 blocks through 41 games of his rookie season. Too bad the rest of the team sucks. Holmgren is main competition for this season's Rookie Year of the Year award. He's good. 17 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 blocks. Yeah, I'm just being honest. <laughs> Can't he, could be, he, could be, he could be a Knicks fan. Knicks True. just had an amazing January. 14-2. They're third in the East. No Julius Randle. Vincenzo was awesome last mm-hmm. night against Utah. Josh Hart had a 10-10-10. At least somebody nice. from Villanova was good last night. <laughs> yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, finally, we said this earlier, Kansas football relocate to the Kansas City metropolitan area next season. The Jayhawks will be unable to play on campus as their stadium undergoes a massive renovation, more like detonation. Uh, their first two home games will be played at the uh, Children's Mercy Park Soccer Ball Stadium in Kansas City, Kansas, which is by a Nebraska Furniture Mart, by the way, so you can go buy a couch and go to a game. Uh, Kansas's four Big 12 home games will be played at Arrowhead Stadium, the Tackle Football Stadium, across the state line in a neighboring state. KU will face FCS member Lindenwood August 29th, UNLV September 14th at the Soccer Ball Facility. And then at Arrowhead, they'll have a Mighty Powers TCU in Houston in September and October. And then Iowa State in Colorado in November. Iowa State fans will travel well. Yeah, that Iowa State game will be be packed. Mm -hmm. Makes friends. Last last time Nebraska played at Arrowhead as well. Is is, is anybody clamoring for Nebraska to have a a neutral site Arrowhead game? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you had an idea for one during the season. I thought it was good. Play Mizzou. Yeah. Missouri would be fun. I'd go to that one. If, if, If Nebraska had an option like Kansas does, 
where they could go drivable distance yeah. and where a lot of their fan base is to continue to play their games. I know what you're getting at. Nebraska, you. Nebraska would do something different with Memorial Stadium, mm-hmm. but they have no option. Yeah. Nebraska's, not going, go to Seacrest? Nebraska's not going to Arrowhead. They're not making their fans drive three hours. Yeah. That's a luxury that KU has, and um, it's kind of cool. It's only going to be for one year. Mm-hmm. It's not like when the Chicago Bears had to go to Champaign. Yeah, that was weird. Entire, yeah. But what uh, Sporting KC's Park, was a Children's Mercy yeah. Park is yeah. what it's officially called. Uh, what about nineteen thousand seats? They said about twenty one five. They they uh, for a brief time they played the Division two national yes. championship in that stadium. Yep, they did. They did in a big snowstorm one year. Because where was it before? It was in um, it was in Alabama before they moved it over to Kansas City for those. Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember. Florence, right? I think it was in Florence, yes. Alabama. Will uh, um, will the state of Kansas benefit greatly from? the amount of money they're going to make off KU football on the turnpike. Ooh. It's got to be, right? I don't know. I got a K-tag, so I don't although we wouldn't use it cuz we don't drive through there. But they're going to have to they're going to have to hop on the turnpike to go down yeah. to uh the the soccer stadium. If you want to make some money, I know some people getting party buses already organized to take students and whatnot there. So that could be a fun festive time and safe because they're not driving. So now's the time to and buy buy a bus parking. and uh, and Polish it up and get it ready for those yeah, games. Yeah, I have no interest in watching Lindenwood play college football. Isn't I didn't that, even know they... Isn't that where... Uh, what's the dude you watched? That, that, G-Fed. G-Fed. Wasn't that where G-Fed this just be, recently yeah, was? This will be their third year yeah. out of uh, the St. Louis area. Mm-hmm. That's and a, I think they a, play nice on scheduling like Thursday lines. night. Well, They knew what they were doing. I, I think the Big 12, which has a very much a flyover football collection of teams... Not all. I mean, Oklahoma State's going to be preseason top 10. Still going with South Dakota mm-hmm. State, though. Uh, they, I, I don't know why the Big 12 doesn't lean into Thursday, Friday. Well, that Lindenwood game is going to be a Thursday. They're going to get, said this they're going to get lost on Saturdays. I know, I know we like Saturdays, but they also like the TV product. Why not showcase a game every Thursday? Yeah. I mean, college football has genuflected to the NFL with their mm-hmm. Thursday slate. Mm-hmm. What if the Big 12 says, ah, Thursday, Friday, we got you. Yeah. I actually enjoyed uh, watching some uh, the occasional Big 12 game, occasional Nebraska Thursday night game, too. That was the K-State, the, the Taylor Oklahoma Martinez State. game. Yeah, Taylor crazy. Martinez. Did love that. In then. Manhattan. All right, so a couple of things yesterday. A little uh, toast here. Um, Tom Tiverti, who was a yes. record-setting coach at Seward. Congratulations Girls basketball coach. He's now at Marion. I think this is Tom's third year. Third year. Yeah, just got his 500th victory yesterday. Nice. Is there any school in, and I don't know this, so I'm asking this, in Nebraska that has had two head coaches now? Tom, of course, was not there for, I think he had 470 of his wins were at Seward. To have two coaches that have coached your program, they're both over 500 win members. Because Jim Miller, longtime basketball coach at Marion, didn't he win like 600 games? Oh, yeah, He he was an institution, man. Uh, I remember him growing up. Um, boy, I'm sure no. there is, but that's I, that, that's a heck head. of a, a thing for uh, Marion. Yeah. Now the other big news, and this is really really cool. Um, they're having a great boys basketball season. Uh, there's good people that coach and teach over there. Omaha Brian Wrestling, for the first time ever, are going to be in the uh, state duels. They qualified for the first time. Ever. Wow. Yeah, that's... So congratulations. That's to, uh, awesome. 
Jason, and I always butcher his last name, um, Ushinjar is their head coach. Nice. So congratulations to them. That's a cool moment for that program. Um, I have people in the wrestling community have told me, watch out for Brian. They're young, mm. they're coming, and they're going to wrestle in the uh, state duel for the first time. So kudos to the Bears. Rise up, you Bears. That's cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think See, of the... Nick, there's some Bears doing some good things. <laughs> I'm glad, glad someone's keeping the namesake alive doing success. But yeah, the when I think of when I had to... Um, gosh, it was a long time ago when I was in Columbus and I would cover the state wrestling meet. I, yeah, I, I, that's that's crazy to think like there would be a school, you know, the OPS, obviously Omaha North was was one of the best. But yeah, to think that Omaha Brian never crossed, never crossed that path at all. That's 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 amazing. And I'm curious what like what's led to it, because I know a lot of the you know, there's the wrestling programs like the feeder um, clubs that you have around there, too. If there's a little bit more activity involvement in that, that is now kind of bolstered, especially in the South Omaha area. If you're seeing a little bit more of that, that's helped out. But that's awesome. That's great. Hopefully they can keep that going. All right, when we come back, there's controversy surrounding Nebraska baseball. Like some big controversy that we will get into when we uh, come back. Also, a little bit later, Matt DeMarinas joins us. Frankie Fiddler from the Omaha men's basketball team uh, stops by. Brandon Vogel as well. More on uh, a couple of things that Glenn Thomas spoke of uh, last night in his debut to the state of Nebraska, the new quarterback coach. Also, Nebraska's latest roster update is out. If you uh, bought stock in Kane Williams, I tried to tell you way back in the day, not worth it. Kane Williams, no longer part of Nebraska's football program. And we will talk about Colorado because Dion got his schedule, and you know what Dion did. Dion went Dion. But there's some controversy surrounding Nebraska baseball. We'll get to the bottom of it when we come back. It's mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.